I'm Serena. And I'm Amber J. And welcome to What, what Up, Cuz. Um, so today, first of all, I need to start the, the podcast by saying Black Lives Matter. Amen. If you're listening again. to this podcast, I need for you to understand that we are two black women. Yes. We have black families, we black significant black others, black kids. Black Lives Matter, period. Guys, I just want to let you know I really don't have any kids, but... I do. I have kids in the family. I have a know? child. But the stuff that has been happening this week, the last... Forever. It's, it's... It really got to me this week. And I have been really emotional. I felt really heavy. And I shared on my Instagram, actually, like, I've stayed silent about a lot of things for a long time, but... As a person of faith, I feel like God is calling me to stand up and speak out for justice and what's right. I'm not telling anybody to go out and riot or loot stuff or be violent towards people. But you can stand up and speak for what is right, period. Definitely. Anyway. Well, for me, <laughs> in this situation, it's I mean, it's important for all of us to tune in to what's really going on. And really genuinely being aware. Hello, black or not? Um... Something that I was talking about earlier with my significant other was how, you know, we need to honestly just, we so, we're, we spend so much time trying to fit into a world that wasn't meant for us. And if we could stick together and build our own community, there's nothing that will be able to break us, you know? Um it's if we've been marching for I don't know how long, rioting, looting and all these things, these things have happened over and over again within back then in the what, eighteen, nineteen hundreds and until now. And I mean what is this like I, I feel like Racism is at its finest right now. It's so blatant, you know. And I think as a community, we for sure need to do something different. And honestly, I'm I'm more of a person who wants to stay below the radar. The more you stay below the radar, the more they don't see you coming. And as as black people, we can be so loud sometimes, and we have to be heard, and all these other things. But what about actually being strategic and like? Moving below the radar because we got some white people out there, unfortunately. I mean, not all white people are racist, but we got some white people out there who will pretend to be our friends, act like they like us, bring us around their families, bring us around their other friends, and then then they make their move. Then they make their move. For me, um, I'm just in a place right now where I'm just trying to move the way God tells me to move. Because like I said Amen. earlier this week, it was like, no, why do I need to educate people about what's going on? Like, why do I have to do this? But God gave me conviction about some things. And like I said, I was telling everybody, everybody's not going to move the same way as me and everybody's not going to think the same way as me. So that's just the headspace that I'm in right now. And I'm still trying to work out on, I'm still trying to work out some things. But um, I don't know. My husband brought up the point today that like, why don't we as black people like pool our money together go to these cities and a lot of cities have like abandoned homes and like he's like not just like we talk about building like 
buying out the block and stuff. But what what if we built like cities where we and invested community. money and like uplifted one another? Absolutely. Because I think a big thing is that we're excuse me, we're always looking for people to uplift us when we first need to uplift ourselves. ourselves. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with looking out for your culture, but I think God is working on me to also, like, remember, like, we're all his children. Not all know all lives matter stuff. Like, don't hear me when I say, like, I'm not saying that. We, of course, we know all lives matter, whatever. That's a given. But we're saying right now, people do not act like they say it, but that's not what you're portraying. Like, you're still treating people like they don't matter to you. And that's the issue. So I think there's a lot of work that we need to do in our communities. Um, we need to heal from a lot of the trauma that we have. And that's going to take a long time. And start at home, too. Like, teach your children about... Absolutely. Our history Educate didn't start with children. slavery. Our descendants were enslaved. That's not where, where our history starts. Start with teaching your children um, positive things. I think a lot of things are... Um, portrayed and people are just tired people are tired i'm tired and i want to see i just want to see unity for god's kingdom it's time for the church to stand up period point blank the church stays silent on this especially for a long time so okay so we didn't get to answer our questions last week so we're gonna answer two today so you want me to start yeah here Okay, let's start with this one. What is it about me that makes you feel that I understand you? What is it about you? Um, I'm trying to think. What is it about you that makes me feel I understand? I think we have a lot of similar qualities, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, um, I could tell you one thing. We both have very little patience oh, Lord. for certain things yeah i feel like in a lot of our conversations it's like sis i feel you i'm here with you like we don't got time you know yeah. but that's not always we might not help each other in that area you yeah. know what i'm saying but because. but we're aware <laughs> yeah. that like when i have these discussions of like frustration like for sure she understands because yeah. it's like bruh and I, I feel like when I think about that question, I think about us being raised in, like, similar households. Yeah, and like for similar sure. similar backgrounds. So, I'm like, aside from us being family, I feel like yeah. even if we weren't family, you would understand me because of, like, our parents and the dynamic of, yeah. like, our family members. Our parents, I should say. Yeah. Um, so, like, certain things that we dealt with, like, I would tell you about it and you'd be like, oh, Lord. Like, yeah. I well, I also think, too, uh, like you said, the dynamics of the relationship. We were so close growing up together. We did yeah. everything together. So I feel like the more time you spend with somebody and you guys create, like, similarities with one another. And then we're both women. Like we have, like I said before, we have a lot of things in common. So yeah. um, in certain situations, also, too, because we were raised in similar households, for sure, Um I mean, it's only right for us to, like, yeah. get each other. And then we was raised, like, family is all you got. You ain't yeah. got nothing else. So, you know. But also, we I think as we got older, we built a relationship where we could be honest with one another and be like, nah, sis, that's not it. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, I feel like there may be times where we maybe don't understand each other. But because, right. like, of the respect that we have for one another, we're like, 
So let me show you like another side of this. But um, I think one of the things that that makes me feel that you understand me is just like your response to certain things. Like we'll have the same exact response to certain things. Oh yeah, and don't that's have so to true. Say anything. Like to this day, like we'll just be like, look at each other. I was just thinking that. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so here's another question for us. Which one of my friends do you trust the most? I already told you. Hands down, Kendra. And it's not that I don't like not trust your other friends, but I feel like I know the relationship that you and Kendra have. Definitely. And when I think about like who do I trust of your friends the most when it comes to you and knowing you like nothing to do with me just knowing the di- the relationship that you guys have I trust Kendra the most yeah um <clears throat> for you I would definitely have to say Bianca for yeah. sure one because we all grew up together yeah, so we basically. know her you know um and also too like Bianca's like super genuine and that's just, very true. She's very genuine and tr- a trustworthy person in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's... Y'all super, both Virgos. We're both... We, hey, Virgos are so loyal. Okay? We y'all are loyal too people. loyal sometimes, though. Like, we are loyal people. Y'all you can people count too. on us. No, ma'am. I'm saying... You count on us. Loyal to a fault sometimes. Yes, like, that is so true. I'm not. I'm not even disagreeing. Everybody with you. don't. And see, there goes my patience because I'm like everybody don't deserve all the loyalty y'all be given, and I'll be tired. <laughs> I'll be like, listen, man. Yeah, they don't. It's very true. But you know, I've learned. I've learned because you know what? As you get older and time goes by, and you start to value yourself even more, it's just certain things you just not putting up with at yes, all, man. But you know. Yes, ma'am. That was a good one. Um, but anyway, so we are um gonna talk about our TOD of the day. Um, so what are we talking about today, Serena? So we're talking about seasons and relationships. Seasons and relationships, y'all. Are y'all ready for this? This is about to get real. Let me tell you. And I feel like it's it's. This is where you need to bring other people in and talk about different seasons and relationships because, like, I feel like I can only, I can speak about my relationship and, like, the different seasons that we've gone through. But the seasons that we've gone through and the the progression of the seasons that we've gone through may have, may be different than other people's. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because well, I'm in a present season, that's what sticks out to me the yeah. most. So, I'm like, I'm old and married. Like, yeah. that's our season right now. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, um... Um, it's always something ratchet happening in the episode. It, it's just gonna happen. It's period. definitely something ratchet. Somebody alarm going off, y'all. Good God. Always. It's always good. Last time it was Joseph. Good God. Just get used to it. Help like, us, Lord. Um, what are we talking about? Oh. Well, let's just talk talk about like all the, all the way around. You like go through and when you start when you first enter a relationship, it's like the honeymoon stage. That could last from like anywhere to like maybe one to three years, it could last a long and time. it could last a long yeah. time. Like I remember my mom telling me, like, "Yo, first ten, 10 years of marriage was like blissful. That is a blessing, sure you is. know. That's a blessing because some people start off rough, hello, and they don't see the happy ending till the end. Absolutely. So, um, it depends on how you. Nurture I guess your it just it definitely depends on how you nurture your relationship. But I feel like for the most part. Um, the normal, like, aspect of seasons is, like, 
in the beginning is like the honeymoon stage and then from year like five to eight it starts to get you know challenging you get comfortable it becomes challenging and then like in those latter years, anywhere from, like, 10 to 15, it's just, like, I don't even know what happened, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know if I, I'm just, I'm used to this person, but I don't even know if I like this person anymore. Or it's, like, you know, people end up having children, and that changes the dynamics of the relationship. Yeah. And then it's, like, them trying to find their way back to them. And, Ooh. um, you know, yeah. I, in my relationship... Definitely honeymoon stage was for sure in the beginning. I am on year six, guys. So I can honestly say like the first, well, first of all, let me just say not shading my relationship. I am happy with my significant other. Yes, he's a great guy. We have a lot of fun together. We have a lot of, uh, you know, good things in our relationship however i can tell the difference between the beginning of our relationship and where we are now so in the beginning it's off it's just fun like you're getting to know each other and like you know i'm like you're more like physically attracted i'm still definitely physically attracted to my significant other. you don't have to put no i feel like don't put no disclaimers it is what it is yeah not that you're not attracted to your partner it's just that like I feel like it's those more things so don't matter on, along the line. Once you get to yeah, know them, once you get to know them, yeah, absolutely. But exactly. in the beginning, it do be like, ooh, it'd be like, oh my gosh, that this fire. man, this man, girl, he could, he could, yeah, mm. anything he do, it just be like, ooh, mm. he's so fine. You get the tingling in your panty drawers, bye, ma'am. You know, <laughs> you be wanting to do it everywhere. You All be like, the ooh, time. child, we gonna go right on here on up here and hit this corner real quick. You that's, know what I'm saying? That's that's just it just but you know then it gets to the relationship where you just kind of you comfy you just like hey babe yeah what's going on so i like to call that phase like the that's when he see you that's when you go from like maybe wearing makeup and stuff all the time to like not Not wearing makeup makeup. you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying then you can wear your little sweats and stuff Uh, you're farting in front of them you well you may be or that's when Mm -hmm. you be like you know comfortable the Real scarf time. face. He may see you in your do-rag, your scarf for the first time. And that's when you be like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, this is real. Like He might see you with your wig off in my case. You know, you know what? Straight backs. <laughs> you rocking around <laughs> looking like Bob. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he be like, ooh, baby, I still love Hello? you. Hello? You know what I'm saying? And that's a good, I feel like in that season, it's still like a it's lot of still like, like honeymoon. Yeah, for sure. And then I think the season after that comes like the challenges. Because that's when mm-hmm. like. After a few years, I feel like maybe the things that were kind of blinding you in the beginning of the relationship, because you're so, like, infatuated and, like, in the feelings of the freshness of the relationship, mm-hmm. those blinders come off. And then you're like, ooh, I can't stand that to, like, do X, Y, and Z. Like, Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? That's when you start feeling like, like, I love you, but I really don't you like you all the time. You get on my nerves. Yeah. And that's when you have to try and figure out... Um, how to bring those feelings back. So we definitely mm-hmm. want to talk about keeping it spicy as well because mm-hmm. there comes a point in time when we're in your relationship where it's just like you got kids or you just see certain things about people and you don't always like them, but you have to make a constant effort to to keep those feelings alive and keep that fresh in your relationship so you sure. don't ever forget or like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Ever um, 
what am I, what's the word I'm trying to say? Not forget, but also like take for granted. Yeah, take for granted. Because um, we do that. We take for granted. I mean, we take a lot of things for granted in, in relationships. And and honestly, also being appreciative of one another. Because I'm going to tell you like this. If I start not to feel appreciated, I start Ooh, not to just, feel like I don't want to give up no ass. That's we talked about this. Start to feel like. We talked about this in terms of friendship, though. Reciprocity. Mm, reciprocity is important. So, okay. So, let's go back like to the, the honeymoon phase. Even when I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? He might still get some. You know me. what? Like, you, I honestly feel like when you be mad is the time you really need to give it to him. Because <laughs> you know. And it's not That's for him. That's why I'm mad. You. It's not for him. It's That's for you. That's why I'm mad. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. And after I'm I good. I need to go ahead and bust the wide open. Go in the living time. room. Don't come back here in my pit. <laughs> I just need to bust the wide open when it gets high. You It'll know what right. I'm saying? But you know. This is, listen, it just, it is what it I'm is. I'm just trying to be honest with y'all, like. So where do you feel like you're at in your relationship right now? Um, oh, okay. So I wanted to talk about this. I feel like it's also, it can also be cyclical. So like you may go like honeymoon, comfort, um, uh, we got to work hard at this, then mm-hmm. back to the honeymoon. Right now, I feel like me and my husband are in the honeymoon again. Yeah. Um, I'm done with school. Um, be at home. <laughs> you know. The Rona out here right now. Yeah, I feel like in quarantine. I mean, if you, you know, <laughs> you might, you know what I'm saying. Something gonna happen like, if, if we chilling in the bed all the time. I like my husband. Like we be having a good time. We be laughing, and um, we in the honeymoon phase again. Mess around and get pregnant. Yeah, that's what's happening. Mess around and get pregnant. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> well, uh, we have our sister Gloria here. <laughs> You know, and she's a guest on the show. Gloria, why don't you say hello to the people? Hi. (laughs) Why are you you her on the spot like that? You know, Gloria, where do you feel like you're at in your relationship right now? Are you in the honeymoon stages again? Uh, I'm in the honeymoon stage as in honeymoon activities, but I feel like... Ooh! Honeymoon activity. In the the middle. You so nasty, little... (laughs) Hello. Plural. Hello. So, do you feel like you guys have less time together since Goodbye. you had a kid? Goodbye. Good Sorry. Yeah, I feel like the kids take up a good portion of our time, especially being in quarantine. You know, you just wrapped up all in the kids, so you kind of lose sense of one another because it's just. Us the kids 24-7, so it's hard to just, you know, have that alone time, especially uh, being ooh. that we in quarantine, everything Say is on lockdown. Say so, that, Gloria. So your kids kind of just overpower everything that's going on. Not necessarily saying that's a bad thing. Yeah. It's just, it's all about the kids. It is what it is. I remember telling somebody, and she was like low-key trying to argue with me, but I was like, I feel like. In any relationship, especially when you have kids, like, it needs to be God, then it needs to be you and your spouse. Absolutely. And then the kids come after, because if you and your significant other can't stay on the same page and, mm-hmm. like, make time for one another, then how are you going to create a happy home and be healthy enough mm-hmm. to take care of those the kids? The kids. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I agree. Amen. I agree 100%, because sometimes I feel as though you get so wrapped up into them and doing everything that you just, the slightest thing of them just irritates you and you don't want to always just let that frustration of just being in Say that. parent mode take over 
relationship because without that relationship they wouldn't have been here so absolutely not saying i don't prioritize my kids it's just like how you said without a strong foundation of parents we're not gonna be able to raise these kids absolutely yeah if it's just constantly all about them i think it's just misconstrued though like so i think like you said when the kids are young and they can't do nothing for themselves of course you have to prioritize the kids like Ain't nobody telling you to neglect your child, sis. Like, that's just common sense to me. But what I mean is, like you said, like, if you don't make time for one another, if you're constantly, like, around the kids, like, being in quarantine, like, everybody's at home. So I do understand, though, sometimes everybody doesn't have the support that they need. So that's kind of a different situation. I honestly can't tell people what to do if they don't have, like, the support where they can, like, leave their, their, their child or their kids with somebody so that they can get a little bit of time alone. Like, luckily, we got a bomb family, I feel like, that yeah. steps up and, like, wants to make sure that... You guys are good. Yeah, yeah. Like, my parents are always like... My parents tell us, go on a date. Mm-hmm. Like, when was the last time y'all went on a date? But I think they're also coming from a place of experience in hindsight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but... I think you gotta make time. I don't have children yet, but when I do have children, because this is, I mean, just because I watched our family and how they are and with, you know, our moms and dads and how they did with when it came to the children, um, me personally, I just feel like it, 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 it's, God made it that way for a reason, you know? Um, not saying, like you said, Serena, like, not, obviously, like, Children will be at a, at an age where they can't fend for themselves. So yeah, you prioritize those things. But I think it's just the thought of being of just not forgetting that you have a husband or a wife, right. and simply saying like, okay, babe, don't even trip. I got you nine o'clock, boo. It's me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's yeah. a matter of making those efforts to not forget about your spouse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And it's like, hey, I know I've been. And, and also to acknowledge when you drop the ball, you know what I'm saying? That's like good. saying like, dang, you know what? I didn't even get with my husband today because these kids was yeah. running me rampant. And like simply when you get in the bed, like, dang, babe, I'm sorry. Like everything with the kids was going on. You know, you was at work. and But you know, what's up, boo? Hello. I got you. Keep it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how you keep it going together. Communicate. You know what I'm saying? And, and just... Just know, like, even though things didn't go the way we had planned for them to go, I was still thinking about you. Like, you were still a priority. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially with men. Because men, feel, when they kids get they're like, oh, my God, I want kids. I want this. I want that. Girl, when them little niggas get here, I'm like, you get do they got to be in the bed? I feel, you, you know. know but you know what? I feel like dads can be the same way, too. Because I think me and my husband have taken turns. Mm-hmm. And now that we have our son, like, at one point in time, it was, like, me that couldn't sleep um, if Joseph wasn't with us. And now I'm, like, I'm locking him out the room. Yeah. And my husband's, like, no, don't let him. I don't, like, he's, my husband's a great dad. But I think now, like, they have such a close relationship. Like, I call them, like, little best friends because they just run around and do everything together. But I'm, like, okay, we need our time, too, boo. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Do you, you remember? Yeah. Like, Michael Jack, do you remember, remember the time? Hey. You fell in love. But no, <laughs> it's just, that's just, that's just how it is. Like, sometimes, like, you take turns, like, needing to, okay, babe, like, I'm missing you. Like, I need a little bit of time. And it goes back to, like, being able to know your partner and know how True. to get their attention. So I always tell people, like, if you haven't taken the five love languages quiz, 
take it, please. Yeah. Because I feel like that helped me to like explain things or like show my husband that I needed attention in a way that he could understand. So like if I'm speaking his love language and he's like, oh, okay, like I see. It's, Man, it's one of them things. I'm telling you right now. I want a husband that's going to be like, fuck them kids. You oh know what I'm saying? God, really? <laughs> Shit. These kids ain't finna be up in this bed. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Listen, Mm-mm. just be careful what you say, F girl. these kids. Just be careful what you say, because I, I mean, sure said that, too. And not then, literally, but you know, when it come to us, you know what I'm saying? It'd be hard. Yeah. I want to be a priority. Because the, sometimes the priority after the kids is sleep. I just want to sleep. And if that means the kid is in the bed, the kid is in the bed. Well, you know, in I'm those just cases, saying. that makes sense. But I'm just saying. It's just kind of like mm-hmm. what we were talking about. Like, I said so many things that I wasn't going to do. When we have, girl, do do mama clap. I said I wasn't going to do so many things. And now I'm like clapping at myself. Like, remember what you said? You had said. I did all of them. Every single thing. Ooh, child. I, I really, I hope not to like not being negative on your future situation or like speaking down on it. Like it can't happen. Like I pray it happens for you. Dead serious. Me too, girl. Because I be, you know, I be trying to manifest. But it be hard. All the time. It's hard. Like, but, you know, I think I get a lot of practice in. I work at from 5 a.m. <laughs> to midnight, you know, so sleep is just not a, a factor, I but guess, that's for gonna me. Be, I felt that's going to be a priority shift as well, too, because there was a point in time. So let's switch from the honeymoon stage to, like, where you start getting a little bit comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I think when you start getting comfortable, then that's when you have to be very mindful not to get so comfortable to the fact that you don't feel like you need to do the things that you used to do. Yeah. I think that's where it kind of that's where it kind of starts to slip a little bit. Mm-hmm. When you start getting comfortable and then you like oh, they'll understand or you know like it do I know I need to make more. That's one thing I definitely want to work on like um my husband's not big. I don't really don't know how to do makeup and stuff like that, but like I used to have my hair and stuff done. I would get my nails and stuff done and I noticed even though that's not something that he points out that he wants in particular, mm-hmm. but when I do that for myself, it shows up in our relationship in like a positive way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it helps me to remember, like, ooh, let me put something like cute on for my husband and mm-hmm. like make him like his favorite meal or something, or like, you know, make him remember why he chose me. Right. But the comfortable, the comfortable phase, I think. Depending on how you nurture it can be positive because I think if you constantly in a state of like the honeymoon phase and you guys never go to a point of like, okay, this is the reality of who I am and like really Mm -hmm. getting to know that person. You can't grow. It's a facade. Like, yeah, you can't grow. It's definitely a facade for sure. There needs to be a. Because where I'm at in my relationship now, it's not a honeymoon stage. We're in a in a, a place of like reality, like for sure, like getting to know things that we do Ooh, like about each fan. other, getting to know things that we don't like about each other, yes. and also like trying trying to make it make an effort to do better by ourselves mm-hmm. and one another. That's so important. So, um, like Michael but, said, remember. We were talking about relationship goals last week. So mm-hmm. before the person you have, um, before the person you have purpose. So I think sometimes when right. you get into a relationship, you put so much focus and so much time and so much energy into the per- the person mm-hmm. that you forget about the purpose. Yeah, the purpose that you had before, before, like and all mm-hmm. of the relationships and stuff that you had before. So I feel like in the place of comfort, it's important to remember. All right, 
because in the honeymoon phase, like, it be you and boo. Mm-hmm. You and Bay, honestly, like, yeah. not that you don't love everybody else, and like, and it may not be the case for everybody. Maybe some people do know how to like balance it then, but I know when we was in the honeymoon phase, it was like anytime we could be together, we was together. Yeah. And then people would be like, hey, you know, and I'd be like, oh, okay, let me go hang out with my friends too. But like, you be so focused on that person, like, child, because the infatuation. That in- yeah, the infatuation. But I think too. Where I where I am in my relationship right now, because when you do make a conscious effort to make certain things better and, and you try to grow in the relationship, it creates a honeymoon. Like, you mm. know what I'm saying? It creates, like, the honeymoon stage. It's like, oh, gosh, like, this person hears me. This person, like, is acknowledging the things that they've done that weren't right. I'm acknowledging the yeah. things that I've done. And now I'm making a conscious effort to do better so and then when you're both making a conscious effort to do better then that's where like this bubble of like reciprocity comes in it's just like oh like this person is doing me right i'm doing them right like this yeah. person is listening to me we're talking to our communication is at a thousand like it's perfect so it creates like a honeymoon stage um when you're in each other's presence Absolutely. you know what i'm saying so um and that's not that's not a bad place to be. Yeah. You know, that's not a bad place to be. So, but, but that's why I feel like what you do in that that stage of comfort can either lead back to the honeymoon stage, like right. stage, mm-hmm. like you said, or you can go into that stage where you're like, all right, we're trying to figure out what's well, happening. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of like struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you get to a point where you're like, there may be more days where you're like, I really don't like you, but I do love you mm-hmm. than there were in like that comfort stage. And I feel like for me, um, once we had our son, that's when we kind of entered that stage because we have been together and married for like seven and eight years already. So it had just been us. Mm -hmm. So trying to figure out how to make our lives work with this new child was very hard and confusing. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard to like, communicate in certain ways because now you got this other little person that you got to worry about it was just child listen it was a very hard um and gloria i don't know about y'all's situation but y'all got two kids so please give yeah. me some insight on how y'all doing it i think um I, i'm a believer in sometimes like i understand what you said in the middle stage just either you can go back to the honeymoon or go or go deeper mm-hmm. into the ugly i feel as though for me, I'm the type of person, I just got to get through all the ugly and then we're going to work our way back mm. to the good. Because to me, when me hopping back to the good, it's still underlining issues. Ooh. Either somebody is not voicing fully how they're feeling about a situation and kind of just settling. It's like, okay, let me just, I want to smooth things over. And to me, I'd rather just like rough it out and you tell me we're not going to like each other. Because I'm a strong believer. I'm going to always love you, but I might not like you at the moment. That's that don't mean I'm not in love with you or things like mm-hmm. that. It's just we need to get through that trial and error. So with two kids, it's a huge difference. I do believe in they say um, if you can handle two, you can handle three, four, five. Because it's just the the swift and adjustment. It's just like um, we had one kid, so it was just the three of us. It's just, okay, my little road dog is just all three of us. So when two comes in, now it's, okay, we all... We're all fighting for his attention. So in our dynamic, it's 
Isaiah and then his three girls. And I feel, I express to him sometimes, I feel as though you put them and then it's mm. me. And it's like, I don't feel like I don't want to fight for your attention against your daughters. I don't yeah. want you not to neglect them, but it's just like, you just need to find a happy medium and yeah. having, we each need our time because mm-hmm. being girls, we're all clingy and we're emotional. So Absolutely. we have three year old who feels some type of way sometimes when he sp- spends it gives attention to the one-year-old and it's just like even all of us we just communication is a strong mm. thing so without communication it just all crumbles because i even i tell him i said after quarantine you need to take the three-year-old out and have her own time because she doesn't understand why is it now all the mm-hmm. tensions on her and it's shifted That's so good. i think just understanding and communication is just very important and patience is something Girl, you wise beyond your yeah. years, child. So do you feel that like so good. right now, like with the two girls, being that the attention is more on them, do you are you feeling like, you know what, I'm awake? Like, do you feel like you're sacrificing yourself for your daughter? I feel like I'm sacrificing a little bit, but I feel as though that's the sacrifice I'm willing to take because I have such a strong and great relationship with my dad, so I would yeah. never want them to feel as though, like... It. Oh, my mama was exactly jealous of like it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is, I'm a big believer in um, closed mouths don't get fed. So I expressed to him, like, okay, let's have our time. We're all kind of just making mandatory, like, my sister got the kids. Let's go on the drive or whatever. But I would never want them to feel as though I'm making him choose mm-hmm. me over them. Yeah. I have such a great bond with my father, and I think that's what helps me even love him even more because just yes. see how he's dynamic with our girls. And I think that's so important yes. because um, your father is the first love of your life, and that's what's absolutely. Oh, that's a word. What man, you want to be with? Yes, and I agree. That great example. I want them to always cherish and hold on to. So if I got to sacrifice, that's what it's gonna be. But I'll still let it be known. Like, okay, you're doing a little too much. You went into the. You went into the other. <laughs> you went into the other thing that I wanted to talk about because I honestly feel like. Um, I have a son, so we don't have a daughter yet. I'm praying for a daughter. Like, hopefully we'll have a little girl. But then I'm kind of okay with being just a boy mom. Because yeah. then, honestly, all the attention That's is on me. Like, exactly. the way that my son loves on me, my husband be like, get out the way. Like, that's my yeah. wife. <laughs> like, they literally be fighting sometimes. And it's, like, cute and funny. But it's also, like, all right. Then I'm like, all right, it's me and daddy time. Like, I yeah. make sure to let him know. Yeah, but, that's the funny thing because I witnessed my brother being a mama's boy, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I want that. Like the how they are, mm-hmm. like they love me, obviously. But since he comes around, it's like, girl, bye. Who mm-hmm. So I, I'm just like, ooh, that's what I always like. I just want all that attention. And then the little selfish of me, I used to be like, I just want to be a boy mom. I want to be yeah. the only woman in a man. It <laughs> is honestly, it is great. But then I when I talk to people about like. When their kids get married, it, when their sons get married, it's a, and I hope I'm never that that mom that like hates whatever woman my son brings home. I'm praying that my my son have a bomb wife, and then you know I adopt mm-hmm. her and take her in, like how our family does. People like mm-hmm. we love you, like you are our own. Well, but um, I love how you said that. Like it makes you um, like love him even more because I swear, like I feel like once our son got to a certain age and he was able to um, take more of an active role with our son. Like, I fell in love with him all over again, like, for different reasons this yeah. time. Because I'm like, look at the man that, like, he's grown into um, since we've had a child. Like, yeah. so it's just, I love um, the different seasons that we've been in in our marriage. Because even though I would say we're in the honeymoon phase again, it's not the same as when we were in the honeymoon phase the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a different type of honeymoon. Like, we're a little bit more mature and, like, 
we ain't afraid to be like, hey, like, <laughs> listen, I want to like this. You down or not? Can we elaborate on, not literally elaborate, because <laughs> I kind of don't want to know, but is it okay We're, in your relationship to have these conversations with your significant other if you want to keep it spicy? Like, can I tell my significant other, like, okay, babe, the way you went down on me yesterday, that was great. Do we not but just why talk about honesty we, and transparency? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, how do you keep it spicy in a relationship if you if cannot you can't be communicate and be honest about whether or not he did a bomb job? Because no, sometimes it'd be real you. specific. Like, I need for you to go a little bit to the left. Put my legs up. <laughs> follow my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> follow my finger but that's what i'm saying like this time around being in the honeymoon phase is different because we went through honeymoon phase then comfort and then we went through a little bit of strife and we're able to work through that like you were talking about Mm -hmm. gloria we have reached a level of communication where like we're comfortable in the honeymoon phase Mm -hmm. that adds to your honeymoon phase yeah absolutely i could tell you like that was that was fine. Ooh, that was fine. I need you to do that again. Yes. Or like, what have you? But we need to hurry up because I need to get home. But yes. But yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like these are all uh, great examples of. Um, okay. I want to talk about how. So say you're in a phase where you're a little bit comfortable or you're in that phase, like you were saying, Gloria, where um, things aren't all good and you're trying to push through. So what do you do to bring a little bit of spice back or to to get through that? What are some things that you do? I think when you're trying to bring it back and things aren't good, you got to do some crazy shit. <laughs> like what? For real. He, You know what I'm saying? He got to come home and you just got to be on the table. <laughs> Wait, I got a visual. Yeah. Hold on. You got to be on the table. <laughs> I got a visual. I'm like, wait, hold you know, on. You know, he think you've been mad at him for a minute. You know, you just, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of fighting. So, you know, he come home. He walk in. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you what quarantine is messing up. Sidebar. So, my sugar and lady been closed. And it's really... <laughs> Listen, it's really bothering me. My sugar lady is not close. Like I told you, I honestly feel like men really don't care. They, they don't, don't care as long as you. Fre- Some men probably don't even care if you fresh and clean, but that's neither here nor there. That ain't my man. Anyhow, but it's like I said, like doing the little things for yourself because I'm like I ain't been to my sugar lady, so I didn't try a whole bunch of things, and I'm like, all right, I just need my sugar lady to open so we can really, really take it there. Get it cracking. Because right now, Lord have mercy. Maybe that was a little bit too much transparency, but. So I've been harassing her like, girl, what's the word? What's the date when we open it? Because I need head to toe, ma'am. <laughs> Lord, because I'm trying to I'm trying to take it there. Yes, yes. Well, you know. <laughs> Wait, Janae, I almost had you. We got permission. Why? I pulled out like a whole bunch of old CDs the other day. And that was another thing. Sometimes you got to do stuff that you used to do. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm not, my son was like, what is that? Like, because he ain't never seen, like, an actual CD. And we were just mm-hmm. listening to, like, old music from when we were, like, in high school when we were dating. And it made me feel some type of way. Yeah, you got to take a walk down memory lane. Yes. yes. I don't think there's, as long as you're not constantly throwing it in the other person's face, like, oh, you remember when you used to do that? Or you remember, 
not in like a negative way mm-hmm. because I think um, I needed to remember he does all of that for me and more and sometimes he does it in like different ways than he used to not that I'm not appreciative of that but sometimes you do have to sit back and think like ooh like this is why we fell in love like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the little things the little tiny things little like because when I think I'm like we were young and broke like there really wasn't anything we could do for each other like financially monetarily or um like when it comes to material things it didn't have nothing to do with that type of stuff like we literally would go sit in the car and just have like long conversations Mm -hmm. so I think the quarantine is kind of killing me in that sense like you said like you stuck in the house with the kids yeah you can't really go nowhere I mean you could sit in a car but now people was out acting the fool and they had all these dang curfews so it was like one night I did, though, we went and ordered some sushi, and we put a movie on the TV, and we just locked ourselves in the room. And I'm like, even little stuff like that, like, yeah. it doesn't have to be nothing big. Like, even for our anniversary, I had this big thing planned because it was, like, our 10-year wedding anniversary. And we ended up doing something way more simple. I was like, let's, we literally did, gave ourselves a challenge. Like, don't spend more than 5 or $10 on a gift, and then get a card and write each other something in a card. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. And that was, like... Well, my love language is words of affirmation. So reading his card, I was like, this is the best gift ever. Like, yeah. But um, I tried to make sure I did something for him, too, because his love language is um, acts of service. So when you do stuff for That's him, nice. it makes him feel loved. So I'm like, I want to make sure I do something for him that makes him feel loved. I buy him, like, his whole outfit and stuff. And, like, I planned everything so he didn't have to, like, worry about it, which I don't mind. Because then you get exactly what you want to. But I'm just, I'm not the type of person where I'm like... I'd rather do it myself because I know it's going to be to right. my standard. Yeah. yeah. What are your love languages, that. Gloria? I don't know. I like both. I like words of affirmation. I think, I'm going to be honest, I feel like after having kids, my insecurity level is different. Mm. So, like, my love language has changed where in the beginning I was like, I'm that bitch. So, I know you walk out, I'm going to be good. Now, I still feel that way, but I have my moments where I'm like, ooh, I got these kids. I'm not looking, like, tip-top. So, I'll be like, well, just tell me, like, ooh, I'm yeah. so cute. No, but I agree with that. I don't know. I like both. I like gifts. I like to be... <laughs> I like Lori to got a little bit of all of them. Yeah. And he give me my love language, so... <laughs> I think that's what that's it is. That's a good man. Yeah. That's like, a good I man. I y'all. I'm like, I feel like you guys are so young, but already have it. The foundation. Yeah, you guys have mm-hmm. a really good foundation. We try. We try. So, but yeah, I think what it was, man. Very I raised that boy. You Goodbye, man. She's <laughs> <laughs> in from the back. Hello. <laughs> I think also we're very comfortable with each other from the beginning. So it's just like, it's very natural. So just yeah. like how you were joking about like, oh, you're at that stage of telling him like, ooh, do it like this. Like, um. I don't want to say unfortunately, but from the beginning, I was just always like, ooh, I like it this way, that way, da, 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 you tell me. Like, I've just been very open. Because then there's been. no room for confusion or, like, Absolutely. misinterpretation. Yeah. I'm that type of person, too, though. But, again, like, you have to read your partner. So, I'm, if you guys have that type of relationship, like, I love it. Yeah, but everybody ain't so. like that. Sometimes you got to ease your way in. If I tell you, <laughs> not my man. It took a while, child. Because he was like, people don't. Anyhow, you got to well, know your I'll tell you this. I ain't have to ask my man nothing. You oh. know what he doing. The stuff I liked in the beginning. No, I'm at least I'm, I be getting bored. I like to try new things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just honestly like 
I be changing up the stuff that I like when we first got together. Mind you, we got we got together when we yeah. were like twenty. Mm-hmm. So like at twenty years old, you guys are growing but up. I'm together. having the best sex of my life right now. Like, and I feel like it, it's just gotten better with time. Like, so no complaints for me. But the I things that I like in the beginning aren't the things that I like now. Like, I think more so than anything for me, sex starts in the mind. Like, yes, I like when you talking me down, yes. you know what I'm saying? You just all up in my ear and Low stuff. Key. You, you make me feel like things I'm, that I like. You know, you letting mm-hmm. me let my hair down. I'm putting all my shit out on Listen, the table. I want to put, I need to put some background. You music. just come in, you know what I'm saying? You all kissing on me and stuff. Oh, I'm ready to go. <laughs> what we finna do? You know what I'm saying? Because you heard me, baby. You was listening yes. to me. And then you, you know, I was down and you filled me up. You know what I'm <laughs> you saying? You going somewhere right now. I'm so just now, like, okay. So now I'm ready to lay it down. I'm laying it yeah. down. You feel You ain't even, what? She in a place and I'm going to just let you I'm just saying. You I was somewhere. having a moment, y'all, on the you podcast. Are, you are. I'm just saying. And I'm going to let you have your moment. You know what I'm saying? Got me fixing my chain and shit. But anyway, um, cause girl, you know, like I said before, <laughs> my man, he, you know, I ain't got to tell him nothing. He know, he know. But that, I guess that's what yeah. you know. Uh, that's all ties into like really knowing your, your partner, partner, like your being in tune. I can definitely say that he is in tune with body. Yes, he in tune. Hello, hallelujah. Thank you. Tune me up. That's Hallelujah. <laughs> Anyhow, but um, my love languages are um, acts of service and quality time. Yes. I had to take it again because yeah. I think... I feel like I need to take another test. Yeah. Um, mine, mine was affirmation at first. Mm-hmm. I no, mine, I gassed myself all day. Mm-mm. Mine so. was words of affirmation. And, and that I think it depends on you too because it's... Yeah, I want to hear that you think I look good or whatever. But I want to just have like intimate conversation yeah mm-hmm. that's what i don't so, need surface yeah, i need yeah. like deep you just that's how anybody can gas drunk. me up like that's what i'm saying Did like you, you said i gas myself up other niggas gas me up too but it's not the same. i want it from you but i also want it to not be surface level i need it yeah. to be something deeper mm-hmm. um but after, i think after we had our son i started to realize i think before it was words of affirmation and it may have been um acts of service was my second or what are they? Um, gifts, words of affirmation, quality time. What's another one? I don't know. I can't even remember them anymore. But it switched from, so my number one is still words of affirmation, but my second one now is quality time. Mm-hmm. So, and his number one is um, acts of service, and his second is quality time. So we our primaries aren't the same, but because we both connect on quality time, I feel like that's where we have mm-hmm. learned that we need to connect. Mm-hmm. So it, him making an effort to spend quality time with me and me making an effort to spend quality time with him fills our love tank, and it helps us to keep, like, keep it spicy in our relationship. Um, because I noticed, like, we could both, me being in school and, like, being a new mom and stuff, it was very hard to make time for him we kind of just like we're going through the motions of life and he was at work and it would be like i see he comes home from work he gets the baby i gotta lock myself in the room because i have classes and stuff mm-hmm. so i mean i don't recommend that for everybody i think <laughs> you need to know your relationship and thank god we had like a good foundation and we knew it was only temporary but i feel like sometimes when you're in that space 
um, it's hard to see the end of it mm-hmm. and people get discouraged and that's kind of where like negative things start coming into your that season of your relationship as well um so i thank god for the clarity of knowing like it's only temporary i lost sight of that sometimes though i ain't gonna lie um and got really frustrated but when you have that communication with your partner um you can always come back to the point of like all right this is only temporary but we're still making an effort to do what we have to do to sustain the relationship relationship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for sure um i always thought though going back to um love languages like acts of service like for me when i say acts of service it's not like materialistic things Mm -hmm. because the way that i was raised like yeah like i i was raised in the house that like my my dad was for sure always bringing my mom gifts but he was also, like, cooking and making her meals and, like, you know, like, giving her massages and rubbing her feet and, like... Oh, physical touch. Physical touch. That was Yeah, the, oh, okay, so... Oh, well, yeah, that's... That now almost might be... It doesn't have to be sexual, one. though. Yeah, but I think when it comes to acts of service, it's more of, like... Like, oh, perfect example, for instance, I told Bay that I wanted a bar in my backyard... Now he's going to build me one. So I like things more so like that versus like, oh, bring me a bag. One, because I'm just the type of woman that's just going to do that on my own anyway. So, and shout out to moms. Like, she always told us, like, I don't care what a man offers you. Just always make sure that you're able to get it yourself because at least, you ain't got to worry about somebody snatching it back from you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So That's those type of things, like, I don't necessarily really care about. I do like gifts, but that's not the end-all, be-all for yeah. me. That's just icing on that's the cake. That's just icing on the cake. So I feel like when it comes to acts of service, I'd rather you, like, build something for me or, you know, put up the TV in the house or rub my feet Clean when it. I'm tired, give me a massage. Like, you know, like, those type yes. of things, like, do something for me that, yeah, when I'm tired, clean up. You know what I'm saying? So things like that I like more because, one, to me, it's also, like, like even, like, the whole bar thing. Like, I want to go outside, and I just want to be, like, proud of the fact that yeah. my man is, like, doing this for me, and it's ma- it's getting done especially for me. So yeah. he going to put a little extra oomph on that. Yeah. So it just, it just makes it even more special, like, when – Somebody comes outside in the backyard and they're like, dang, that's a nice bar. I'm going to be able to be like, they they did that. Like, you know, so I think that's the type of acts of service that I'm talking about. Yeah, something that just, that that reminded me of something little Mm -hmm. and corny. But, Mm -hmm. okay, y'all know we've been on quarantine. So they took out, like, all the slurping machines and stuff out of 7-Eleven and stuff. So randomly when he came, he brought me a Slurpee. And it was like that random stuff that we were like, Oh my god! Like, cause yes. I've been talking about how I've been missing mm-hmm. having a Slurpee, and then I'm just like, oh, you thought of me? Like, as soon as you see it, it's just something little, and that Go just helps me. Mm-hmm. It reminds me, like, okay, you're always thinking of me. Why did it make me feel so proud? Weird. Like, he my kid. <laughs> I love so that. Like a Slurpee, but that's it's not that's not it's corny to me. Like that that's counts. exactly yeah. like you. He knew that's something that you have been talking about, and so he made a mental note, like, oh, bet, like. She's been talking about a Slurpee. He's seen the Slurpee machine. Like, let me get my girl a Slurpee. Yeah. Because, but I don't, to me, that's a big thing. Like, 
For sure. It the means so much more. The thing itself yeah. is small, but the act is huge. Huge. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's the whole point. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, because it's like, like, you thought about me. Like, it it wasn't a second guess. Like, you're like, she said that, so I'm going to do yeah. it. You know what I mean? So, and every woman wants their man to, to, to hear them, to be in yes. tune with them, and to acknowledge them. And acknowledge the things that they want. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? So like, it's a big deal. Like it's a big deal. And listen, I do. I feel like at a certain point in my relationship, I kind of felt like you should know what I want. Like you hear me talk about things all the time, but also like checking myself to make sure. Did you make it like clear those certain things that mm-hmm. you want? Because at the same time, like with maturity comes knowing everybody can't read your mind, sis. Like so. Um, don't think about this with the expectation of like this is something that you ever like communicated with them or like weren't being direct about something and because something I've learned at least for my husband he needs like direct stuff like it's not no little like subliminal thing for him like he just needs you to be very direct like I want this period and he may not be able to get it in that moment but when he he will remember that we had that conversation and make sure that it happens later on. Um, but I think for a long time, it was just like, I was like, oh, this is so nice and blah, 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 blah. Rather than just being like, ooh, I want that. And then being mad when I'm like, you should know what I want. And he's like, I really don't know what you want. You never ever said like, I want this. Like, I've heard you talk about stuff, but you never say like, you want this or you don't want it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, I just got real tired. I know. <laughs> Sorry, but um, I think these are all um, these are all like in, in important messages that we're talking about here, and I definitely think that um, that we kind of touched all bases of like you know, kind of going through going through the what do you what do you, what do we call it the season yeah the seasons of, of like of a relationship. And um, all in all, obviously, relationships aren't always peachy keen. You know, you're going to have your moments where things are great. And you're going to have your moments where things are challenging. And even sometimes where you just like, man, I don't even know if this is going to work. Ooh. Like, you know. Maybe that's something we need to talk yeah, about. Yeah, there's moments to like what where. To do when you feel like you're not yeah, going to Yeah, exactly. So, um. But all in all, um, what's mostly important is it's just knowing that you have somebody that's genuine and that the love is, like, genuinely there. I feel like with those components, like, you can make it through anything. If you respect one another yeah. and if you um, and if you genuinely cherish one another and cherish the relationship, mm-hmm. there's always going to be differences because you have two different people coming from two different backgrounds and mm-hmm. then you're trying to... Uh, put your lives together so at some point in the relationship there's gonna be a little conflict so it's a matter of overcoming those things and saying that we could beat the odds so um yeah this is it and this is what we have for you guys and i hope you guys love the discussion and guys please um you know hit us up on instagram and follow us on uh Apple Podcast, Spotify. So follow us on Instagram at What Up Cuz Podcast. Um, leave us like comments. Let us know what you guys want to hear. We're actually gonna do a Q and A. Hopefully, we can do it for the next episode. Like, if you guys want to talk about your seasons in relationship, um, have us like discuss um, 
or give you advice about like certain things in your life if you want to be like honest or transparent or feel like you can't be honest or transparent maybe trying to help you navigate how to like bring that up in certain situations yeah we're gonna take some calls for our next episode so we'll be sure to um put a number um in our post and in our uh bio so that you guys can tune in with us next saturday and um we'll have like a segment where you guys can call in and ask questions and and tune in with us and discuss with us yeah one final note i want to say is like make sure you guys are taking care of yourselves in this time it's been crazy this past like week couple weeks quarantine life plus like just a lot of the tension that's going on so make sure you're doing something to take care of yourself some self-care spend some time with your significant other um, people you love doing something that you can um that you know makes you feel good just pray stay safe and pray and pray read your word watch Um, transformation church yeah (laughs) we love transformation church we love pastor michael todd all All right right, guys thanks for listening to what What up cuz